You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Thursday, December 23rd, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. What, another Thursday without Steve Wiltfong? Yes, he is still on the beach, getting tanned, rested, and refreshed after a long recruiting cycle. Guess who doesn't take vacations? The Dean of Ohio State Recruiting, Bill Curlick, and he joins us again today. Bill, how goes it? Going well. Uh... I did, though, Dan. I took my first vacation earlier this uh, recruiting cycle in October, three days in Arizona. Uh, That was kind of nice, but we've got recruiting to talk about. Bill, that was your first scheduled vacation since? Uh, Since I started with Bucknuts 12, 13 years ago. And there you have it. So we will talk recruiting today. We are also going to talk about the transfer portal. Bill Curlick is nothing if not completely versatile, and he is on that as well. We've got three names to discuss when it comes to the portal. We've got several names to discuss in recruiting when it comes to finishing off the class of 2022. We will start with the name that's the hottest on Bucknuts right now, and that is Tanner McAllister, a starter in the secondary at Oklahoma State. Ohio State hired Jim Knowles, Oklahoma State defensive coordinator, Tanner McAllister entered the transfer portal. Now everyone thinks Tanner McAllister is coming to Ohio State. I actually agree with them. Based on what I have seen from him and what I've read in other spots and talked to other people, I think what you've got here is a nickel corner and kind of a guy who knows the defense, as I said to Bill before the show, just the way Bill Parcells traveled with Richie Anderson. It looks like Jim Knowles may be traveling with Tanner McAllister. You spoke to him, Bill. What do you think? Well, there's no question he's interested in Ohio State. Um, you know, he told me last night that, as he put it, that uh, Knowles is his man. Um, you know, he obviously has experience playing for Knowles. He started this past season all 11 games, I believe it was, for Oklahoma State. They had a great defense. And the year before that, he played quite a bit. Um, obviously, he would bring a lot of experience and uh, brings – he would also bring to Ohio state the ability to play safety or the nickel corner, either one, um, you know, Ohio state certainly uh, at safety, you know, they could be very good depending on uh, Josh Proctor, uh, but they also can use help. And, you know, the interesting thing I think with, with the transfer portal is Ohio state has used that very effectively um, to bring in, a guy that they really need at a certain position that's a great player. Hence, you know, think uh, Justin Fields. Uh, Think Jonah Jackson when he came in. They needed a guard that year, and he came in, and he was outstanding. Um, But they also now, the way the transfer portal has moved forward, um, they they can use it as a depth situation, too. 
uh, helping out. Um, you know, obviously, you know, somebody can come in and, and make a big difference. They're not going to be Michigan State, where I believe the Spartans brought in 21 transfer portal guys. That's not going to be Ohio State. Uh, high school recruiting is going to be their lifeblood. But they can use the transfer portal in a couple different ways to help out. One of those ways, Bill, I think, is guys who they wanted from the area, and by that I mean Ohio and the Midwest even, who go away to school, maybe things don't go the way they want. There may be a road back home for them, and I'm speaking of Jamonte Trainum from Akron, Hoban, a running back linebacker prospect. His name came up late in his recruiting process. He chose Arizona State. Now there's whispers of him coming home. You spoke to him as well, Bill. What's the latest? Yeah, DeMonte and I, we, we, uh, we talked a lot when he's being recruited out of high school by Ohio State. And, you know, what a, he's an outstanding young man. I always enjoyed talking to him. Very personable. Um, went to Arizona State, as you mentioned, signed with the Sun Devils and, and has played there and all, but is in the yeah. transfer portal. Um, yeah, he, he told me when I talked to him that um, uh, absolutely he's interested in Ohio State. We'll see what happens. He said that um, he would be willing, as he put it, to play whatever position he needs wherever he ends up, whether it be a high school or somewhere else. Um, Wherever he's needed, he'd be willing to do that, whether that be linebacker or running back. One of the things coming out of high school was that even though a lot of people thought he was an even better linebacker than running back, um, he was a very good running back. And he wanted to play running back, and he went to Arizona State and has got to play. He averaged over five yards a carry the past two seasons at Arizona state. So he is, uh, you know, a viable running back, but, you know, talking about the depth and the need and everything that we just talked about, um, you know, there, there is opportunity at Ohio state as a linebacker. So we will see where that heads. The guy you've actually spoken to the most is a name we hadn't heard before. And that is Jared verse from the University of Albany. This would be the transfer portal avenue of a dude that goes to college as one guy blows up and becomes much more attractive to your power five types like Ohio State. The latest on verse? Well, he's supposed to get home today, actually. Uh, Albany College is in New York. He is originally from the East. He's from Pennsylvania. Uh, but his family moved to Arizona, and that's where they live now. So um, he's making his way back home to Arizona uh, from the east. He should get there sometime today. And then he's going to sit down and talk things over with his family and kind of see where everything is at. He's made four official visits so far, um, Syracuse, Houston, Tennessee, and Florida State. Uh, obviously, he has one left. High State, he is very interested in for that fifth official visit. And he, um, you know, he has talked with Ryan Day. He got to speak uh, with Ryan Day uh, earlier this week, and you know he's interested. I think, though, it's, it's you know, like I said, he's going to talk things over with his parents, and after he does that, uh, sometime in the next few days, we'll have a better read on what he is going to do. Um, you know, he's a six foot four, two hundred and fifty pound defensive end, hybrid type guy um, that had as a first year guy at Albany University of Albany. He had, I think, 13 and a half sacks this, this past season. So uh, he's a guy, certainly, that uh, is of interest. The portal works both ways. People can use it to leave the program as well. 
Bill, I doubt Ohio State's going to be doing a lot of recruiting at Little Elm High School in Texas. Terrence Brooks gave us the yah, and now Ryan Watts, Little Elm alum, is also headed to Texas. Your thoughts on Watts's exit? That wasn't surprising. Um, he had been thinking about uh, leaving, and you know that's kind of where, um, uh, to me, Tanner McAllister comes in a little bit because you know what was Ryan Watts playing at Ohio State? Well, he started out as a corner. He then moved to safety. Then he moved back to corner. So, um, you know, there you have it. You know, the uh, as you talked about, Dan, the situation with Tanner McAllister, safety, nickel corner. You know, he could certainly be a guy to replace Ryan Watts. I wasn't surprised that Watts is leaving. I thought there was a chance to, that he would stay. Um, I, you know, I know he went back and forth a bit on that, but he ended up leaving. And I don't think anybody's surprised that he ended up at Texas. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and talk about putting the finishing touches on the class of 2022. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. The recruiting process has changed now with the change in the calendar, but still several names in 2022 Ohio State is pursuing. Several I can see them getting. Several appear to be a long shot at this point. I'm just going to give you the four names, Bill, and you can break them down in order as you see fit. Hero Canoe, Omari Abor, Carson Hemsman, and Kristen Miller. Well, let me start by saying, you know, I would not be shocked if any of those guys ended up at Ohio State. Um, and, you know, that some people feel like uh, uh, in the case of Carson Hinsman, He's from Wisconsin. He's going to go to Wisconsin. Um, as Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend. Uh, Carson Hinsman is seriously considering Ohio State. And that's why Ohio State is why he has not signed with anyone. Um, because he just is torn between Ohio State and Wisconsin. Um, and that one is really, in my mind, a coin flip right now. Um, he would have liked to have signed during the early signing period, even though he is playing basketball and not an early grad. He certainly was very open to signing during the early signing period, just that he can't make up his mind. He's going back and forth between the two schools, and that would be a huge addition to Ohio State's 2022 class. He is one of the top interior linemen um, in the class of 2022. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'll be in Texas um, for the All-American Bowl in San Antonio, and he'll be there. And um, we'll see if he's any closer at that point to making a decision. But really, there's no sense of urgency right now with him. He's got until, you know, he can go and, and, and um, he's not going to be able to sign now anyway. Um, Till National Signing Day in February. So when he feels right, he'll make his decision and it'll be one of the two schools. Um, the, the other one that people sometimes um, uh, think there's no chance at landing is, is Kristen Miller from Georgia. And I can tell you from talking to people uh, in Georgia, 
that one is like another situation where he's gone back and forth between Georgia and Ohio State um, as to which way he's going. And, um, you know, it's really hard to say. I think, you know, if you want to play the safe money, so to speak, you pick Georgia because, uh, um, you know, he's there and everything. But he really likes Ohio State. And uh, Antoine Jackson uh, from the same school has really uh, let him know how good um, the situation is at Ohio State and all. So we'll see on that one. Hero Canoe is going to announce at the All-American Bowl in Texas. And I, I would be very, very surprised if it wasn't Ohio State. I would be shocked. I, I've crystal balled him to Ohio State. I feel like that's where he's going to go. And he would feel feel a huge need for the Buckeyes. And then you've got Omari Abor. I think most people have felt like he's going to end up at Ohio State. He will be in Florida at the Under Armour game playing in that one. Um, most people have felt it's going to be Ohio State. Um, but then Texas kind of got involved late and um, is maybe put some intrigue into that situation. But I still have Amari Abor crystal ball to Ohio State. And that will be gift wrapped under the tree for Ohio State, we hope. This will be the last BM5 until Monday. We hope everyone has a happy holiday weekend. We really appreciate the Dean stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Nutters.